What do cleaning proposals look like? What is a proposal and why should you even do one? Hey, I'm Mark Lineberry with Beyond the Mop. And today I'm going to talk about proposals, about how we put them together and why you should do one. And even how a proposal can lead to greater profits. Well, first, like with any episode, I include a pro tip, a resource, something that really help your business out in one big way or another. And what I'm going to talk about in today's resource is probably my favorite of all these pro tips I'm going to do in these uh, eight planned episodes. This one is my favorite. Well, I'm going to talk about this. Well, let me ask you this first. Have you ever been stymied with all the cleaning possibilities out there? Have you ever received a lead only to visit and realize it's too small to be of value for your cleaning company. Hey, guilty. I've been there, done that. Wouldn't it be neat to have a resource that you can see an overhead and street view without even leaving your home or office? Guys, look no further than Google Earth and Google Maps. Google Earth and Google Maps brought in hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds, actually thousands of prospects into our cleaning company. How? Well, as mentioned in episode one, I talk about creating that avatar or that ideal client. I don't know about you, but when I'm driving in my service area, I see hundreds of potential clients. It's impossible to get to them all. So I have to niche down. I'll use Google Maps to search schools near me, churches near me, and that will show on map of all the prospects within that map that we can serve, complete with contact information, addresses, phone numbers, URLs, and so much more. But then I'll use Google Earth to zoom in on the building. I can now see how many floors that building has, whether or not there are other buildings on the property, and even get measurements for those buildings. You can also pull up a history of that property and see how old it is or how new it is. Finally, you could place place markers on Google Earth, zoom out, spin the globe a little bit, and actually see all the cool clients that you could potentially reach out to in a 50,000-foot view of everything. It's really cool because you could label these little pins, and it's like, oh, wow, I got business here and here and here and here and here. Oh, and there's like a 1,000 others I'd like to go after, too. I have so much fun with that, as you could tell. Finally... It gives you a chance to discover properties you've never noticed before. It's such a great free resource. Guys, go check them out. It's so cool. I think it's underutilized. Uh, definitely check out Google. It's all free, man. It doesn't cost you a penny. Now, with all these prospects I'm mentioning through Google Earth and Google Maps, well, <laughs> you got to start doing proposals, right? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about those proposals. Let's back up. Before we do the proposals, what do we do, right? We prospect to our prospects. So we call, email, ask for referrals, network, so on and so, so forth. And if you have enough touch points, they're going to reach out to you or through conversation that we call them next, they're going to tell you, say, hey, I want a walkthrough. I, I'd like you guys to come out and give us a price. Well, hey, sign me up, right? I love doing walkthroughs. They're great. They're fun. So I'll go out there. I'll do a walkthrough. I'll take plenty of notes and ask a ton of questions. I'll ask them stuff like, uh, how did you find us? What do you like best about your cleaning service right now? What do you like least about your cleaning service right now? If 
if you could change one thing tomorrow, what would that one thing be? I ask them plenty of questions. I take tons of notes. I figure out what their hot points are. And if they repeat words more than twice, I'll repeat that back to them and say, hey, it sounds like security is really important to you. Tell me more about that. Or, hey, it tells you tell me that uh, uh, paying people on time is really important to you. Tell me about that. So maybe there's a story there and you can extract that from them. It's really important that you do that. And as you do that, it increases the value of your service, the perceived value. I talked about that last episode, right? Increase your perceived value. If you increase your perceived value, they're more likely to buy and they're more likely to buy at a higher price. There's a study done, uh, and I'll know the source of it, so don't ask me, but a study was done uh, with restaurant staff where they tracked waiters and they had some waiters who had like memorize the order and not write anything down and, and place it. They found that those who did that got less tips than those who actually wrote it down. Yeah. Those who wrote it down could easily memorize it and then put in the order and try to impress the folks without even writing anything down. No, the customer wants them to write it down. Also, they included in the study for those who repeated the order back to the customer even though they're very clear on what the customer wanted, if they repeated back to the customer, they got more tips than those who didn't. So as you do your walkthrough, you ask questions, you take notes. What you want to do towards the end is give a 30 second elevator pitch, right? Talk about you. It's your time. Now you get 30 seconds. Congrats. And then dive in, repeat everything that they told you during that walkthrough, not word for word or anything like that. Make it succinct, two to five minutes max, but cover everything that they talked about, even cover their hot points and stress that back to them. So if they mention again, if they mentioned, hey, cleaning in the corners is really important or dusting or whatever like that, and they said that four times, then say, hey, it sounds like dusting is really important to you. And they go, yeah. So they're always going to increase your value in their head and willing to pay a higher price once they see that price and the proposal from you. I hope that makes sense. Another thing you want to do is consider the format of your proposals. There's so many different ways and I'm not going to judge. Okay. Well, I will judge a little bit, but there's some folks who go out there and just send a text message back to the client, potential client, right? Or make a phone call and say, hey, our price is this, or maybe just a simple email, which is fine. Or you could be all elaborate and fancy schmancy and then create like a web-based proposal with heat map on it. So you can see where they're clicking and then moving the mouse and then see, you know, click on videos to see this and this resource and that and so forth. Yeah, you could go all out with this. So there's different ways you could do proposals. I'm going to tell you about our method. I'm going to describe what we include in our proposals. It doesn't mean it's perfect. doesn't mean it's right, but it's right for us, if that makes sense. So we view proposals as a sales tool. It's meant to continue to sell to the prospect long after you completed your walkthrough. Backing up to the walkthrough, I never, ever, ever, never, ever, 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 never, ever give a price in the walkthrough. Never. I don't care how bad they ask. If they get on their knees, it's like, sorry, Charlie. Nope, I'm not going to give you a price. I want to use the walkthrough as time to sell to them, to get information from them, part company, 
and gives me a chance to think this through and provide my best price. I don't want to be pressured right there in front of them to provide a price. So we track all of our frequently asked questions company-wide. So these are questions coming from the client to us, and these are answers coming from our questions back to the client in form of an answer form, right? And we track all of that information. We know what their hot points are company-wide. We know what our average client asks for. We know their hot months. So that way, when we're doing the proposal, we know what to include before they ask the question. Because there's a pattern, there's a history there. We know it, we see it. And within that, we make sure those questions are answered within our proposal. And here's what's in our proposal. First off, we have a cover page. Our cover page is simply this. Their name, their address, uh, contract period, and we add in there a version number because sometimes he might have multiple copies of the same contract with, you know, through negotiation or whatever. And then we'll have an expiration date. We also include our name, our contact information, and our logo. So it composes uh, back and forth their logo to ours, right? And then we add in a cover letter. This cover letter is very simple. All we do is include their name. We put in a paragraph, a very short paragraph about us, the services we provide, how long we've been around. And then we include three to four unique selling propositions or USPs that is meant to separate us from the competition. What makes us, or let me back up, what makes you different from your competitors? And don't say low price. Everyone says that. Hey, we're licensed bond insured. No, that's not USP. Everyone's licensed bond insured. Figure out what makes you different in your marketplace and include that. Next section we have. We have a brochure that we converted from brochure format, you know, the trifolds. We converted that into kind of a letter format. So two-page letter format with a little bit of graphics in there talking about our company and where we've come from and where we're going to and so forth. So that's meant to sell to them as they go through this proposal. Another section we have, well, if the proposal is over 20 pages, we have a table of contents. We want to make it easy for them if they need to flip around. We don't want them to be frustrated because they can't find the pricing on page 18. Another section we have is services offered. So we talk about all the different services. Basically, we have a little graphic that describes our services. And then our mission statement. That's very important to us. So we include that. And then we have an information page. In this information page, it basically has our contact information, all of our certifications, all of our affiliations like ISSA, BSCAI, and so forth. And then we add in an executive summary about our company. The next section we have is about three to six pages on the solutions for our company. So this includes various things and we add and subtract based on what we see in the walkthrough or based on the client type, the niche. So we'll include staffing. We'll include employee selection process, background checks, uniforms, green cleaning program, insurances, supplies. We'll include our training program, quality control program. We'll add in our organization chart 
employee benefits, safety program, and even a pandemic response because they want to know, hey, are you going to clean the next day if all, all of your sick get, or all of your employees get sick with COVID uh, on Monday? Are you going to be there Tuesday to continue cleaning? Because they need it, right? And then so we'll add in also reference page. So we'll have a page filled with recognizable logos of locations we clean. So they'll see a logo and they'll instantly know what company that is. So these are major brands that we clean for. And then we add in there uh, uh, reference pages. So we'll add in three or two to four references and we'll add in the contact's name, their email address, their phone number, their mailing address, obviously the client name, and then we'll add in a picture of the client and we'll add in kind of a breakdown of what we do for them or the, the client size, you know, Hey, this school has a thousand students or whatever, uh, client size, square footage, acreage, whatever. And then we'll put in there. Um, this is what we do for them. This is how we solve their problems and so forth. Sometimes I'll add a white paper in there, a white paper esque type document where we're going in profiling just one single client and the success that they got by using our services. And we'll feature them or talk about them or even include a video. We've done that in the past on our HTML versions. And then what else we add in there? Uh, cleaning specifications. So the scope of work, right? So we break it down easily by location and within each location, the individual task, like, you know, remove trash can, replace liners, or, you know, you get the idea, you know, replace and refill uh, toilet paper rolls and so forth. We'll add that in there in exactly what day and how frequently we do it. And then we recently start adding, we got this from a RFP from the National Botanical Garden in DC. When uh, we were asked to bid on that project, they add in what tools and materials are used to accomplish that task. I thought that was really cool. So we just started converting that over to our new proposals. We'll add in a pricing summary. So we'll, we'll dive in deep to the numbers. We don't want them to know how much profit we're making unless they demand to know. We don't want that. We just want to offer a general idea of how much our price is and, and how that breaks down and so forth. And then lastly, we'll add in a contract. A contract is very important where we go in and dive in deep. Hey, these are our terms. This is our price. This is what's going on within the contract. And it's usually about three to four pages for us. We put all of this information together. And within this information, we do it on Microsoft Word. It's just one big template for us. And we have different templates for schools and churches and banks and office buildings and so on and so forth. And we change all the information out, but 80% of it's similar. The other 20% is customizable. So we're going in there and editing about 15, 20%, give or take. After we put it all together, then we'll convert it into a PDF. And we just use Adobe for that, change it to a PDF and make sure it's under 10 megabytes because we do get some rich graphics in there. And then we'll email it off along with a cover email back to our potential client uh, with that information. So as I go through this, maybe your head spinning, it's like, Mark, man, that's just a ton of information. I just want to go back and send an email or 
you know, send a text message. Hey, go for it. Go for it. There's nothing wrong with that as long as you're winning clients. There's a few things you can use to really help you at this. Uh, the common question I see on these Facebook groups is, well, how do you get the information? How do you get the text? How do you get the ideas for it? Well, I just ran through the ideas, but there's some other resources that you could pull from. Uh, one of those is route, uh, shout out to Ricky Regalado, right? Uh, putting all that together, his team and everything. So they got the software you could put in the numbers and actually spit out a proposal for you. I believe uh, another one is clean guru. Uh, another one is cleanly run. Uh, another one is clean proposals. Another example is House Call Pro, or even I think Service Titan does this as well. And lastly, there's some web based ones like Responsibid, PandaDoc, and Proposalify. The last two I'm going to talk about right now. Uh, there's examples and templates you could actually find. If you do sign up to PandaDoc and Proposalify, they actually have janitorial contracts, I shouldn't say contracts, proposals that you could download as a PDF and save for yourself if you wanted to and use that information for your future contracts. You don't have to use their software, but you could actually get free templates right now if you just sign up to those websites. Uh, it doesn't cost any money. There's a free trial. You can sign up free trial, download the information and use use it to your heart's delight. Another example to find uh, contract proposals is simply Google. Just Google around, look around for something like uh, janitorial proposal or janitorial bid or what have you. Just, just start Googling all these terms or janitorial proposal PDF as an example. I remember doing this recently and I remember seeing dozens and dozens of proposals. I mean, complete with contracts and everything. I'm surprised more people don't do this, but a lot of these uh, government agencies and so forth, or these, uh, departments, they'll, they'll actually put all this together. And so you'll see six, seven, eight proposals all together in one ginormous PDF that you could pull from as a resource. So just look around on that. Another one is Pinterest. I haven't seen this myself, but I've seen a couple people posting on Facebook. You could actually go into Pinterest and pull this information up. Here's another great resource. Just look at the PDFs out there. Google around janitorial PDF, right? Not PDF, RFP, I'm sorry. So request for a proposal where you'll see um, organizations, schools, churches, public government, whatever, they'll send out uh, RFPs and they'll tell you within the RFP, RFP exactly what they want done within the proposal. I just responded to one last month and they gave me a list of about 12 things. It's got to be in this proposal if you want to win this contract. So they'll tell you exactly what they want and they'll spell it out. I mean, with detail too. It's not like, hey, we want a safety program. No, they'll tell you, hey, this is what we want to see within your safety program, if that makes sense. Uh, another source is, um, again, PandaDoc Proposify. That's an example. And then there's different software like a... a previously mentioned in the last section where you just, I'm sure there's templates in there too. I'm not sure. I'm not too familiar with these so much, uh, um, but you could go in and probably see it. Who knows? So I hope all this information, I, I hope I didn't rifle it through too quick. I kind of rushed this out, but I hope this made sense to you. I hope it did. So if this does make sense, definitely use it, run with it. Now you got some free tips and free guides and this, uh, this podcast was brought to you by My Clean Pivot. Again, I do coaching. 
I help a lot of folks in the uh, commercial cleaning space grow their business. And I'll work with you on a biweekly format to help facilitate that. Because let's face it, we can't do this alone, can we? It's just impossible. It's just too much of everything going on out there and your head's jumbled up because mine was too at that point. And without a coach or without someone guiding you along the way, it's easy to get lost. So I'm there to help you out. If you ever need anything, you could go to mycleanpivot.com or even reach out directly at mark at mycleanpivot.com. And for more information about the show, definitely check out the uh, resources mentioned. Also go to beyondthemopshow.com. If you felt that this show was worth a five-star review or a share review or a rating or anything like that through your podcast platform, like Apple podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to definitely go do that. I'd appreciate it. So I hope this was of value to you and uh, have a great and fantastic and blessed day. Go conquer it.